Are you ready? Oh my gosh. I might get rid of this guy. Okay. Are you talking about me? <laughs> There's a chance. <laughs> you want to get up to the microphone or? Okay. Okay. I'm going to need you to just have patience. <laughs> Trust me. Know. I've been learning patience for <laughs> three years now. Something I know was. Um, <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Can, can people hear that? Yeah. They There's can like hear a, all this, actually. We started a long time ago. There's like a hair in my right nostril. A what? A hair? Yeah, like something tickling. Of, you trim those. You always complain about me trimming my nose hairs. Get get one okay, of the, get, Go get my a, razor. This is get, a lot. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, sorry. Now everybody knows about your nose hair issue. <laughs> no, it's. I don't think it's like one of my hairs. Like it's like. Uh, who the hell's hair do you have in your nose? What are I you don't doing? Know. It like tickles. Anyway, left me alone while we were in Vegas. We've um. We've gone off the rails already. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> We're like 30 uh, seconds in. Oh, that is a, a metaphor for our last year together. Um, off the rails? Just kidding. Uh, kind of. <laughs> but it is what it is. Here's the deal. Uh, it's the anniversary edition of the podcast coming to you from beautiful South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Take a look around this beautiful room. Uh, shout out to Mr. Grounty and the entire crew at the South Point. Every time we come here, they are just incredible to us. I mean, like way too good for us. Every time we come to Vegas, hey, just just FYI, because we get this question a lot. Every time we come to Vegas, we stay at the South Point unless we're being paid to stay somewhere else. If we're if we're being paid to stay somewhere else, then obviously that's our choice. But if we come in just like this to sneak away, hide out, and I don't mind talking about this because by the time this airs or by the time people listen to this episode, we're out of town. Yeah, we're gone. Uh, we're gone. So, But anytime we're here, they take such good care of us. Uh, my parents, when they come to Vegas for the PBR finals or anything, they're just great people yeah awesome and i love this casino like it's amazing yeah and it's one of the we've few literally places stayed town. here the whole time it's <laughs> we, yeah we have this we'll talk about our big extravagant anniversary trip here in a minute and, and all the things that we have done yeah uh really living it up in las vegas as people can only imagine but it's one of the few places left in vegas where you can actually park for free yeah um the first night we got here we got in late was it the first night or second night we, it, anyway, yeah, we got in. We got in super late, and we went downstairs to dinner, and I had a steak and eggs, and a good steak and eggs for less than seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know like that was a thing. And we sat down to eat, and you were like, "Oh, they have like the midnight special or whatever," yeah. and you can get like there's like six or seven items that you can get for like under ten bucks. Yeah. And, and it's good. Yeah, it's good good food. And it's not like some crappy little half of a portion type plate. No, I mean, it, it's it's yeah. the real deal. Yeah. It's if you can stay up the till old... past midnight in Vegas, which is not something we're <laughs> or, good at. Or like we're good at, like maybe ma- waking up in the middle of the night and being like, "Oh, let's go eat" and running down there. That's that's the kicker. We to do the Vegas. Coronado. I think we've done this. I think we've talked about this in the past. We do Vegas a lot different. Like if you go back and you listen, I think we did an episode of the podcast after our honeymoon or while we were on our honeymoon. I don't remember. Um, do you? I don't think we did one. I don't know. But we, we talk about how we do Vegas so much different than everybody else. And it's so cliche and uh, and such for people to run to Vegas for their honeymoon or whatever. But we snuck away to Vegas because we can legitimately hide from everybody, from, from the general public, from anybody. Like, we can come to Vegas and stay in our room for three days if we wanted to. Yeah. And never leave the room. Yeah. The only time we leave the room in our current situation is basically to go to the gym. Yeah, go to the gym or the pool. Maybe the pool, yeah. Yeah. Hung out, uh, got a little bit of sun, but it's a little windy in Vegas. So Yeah, wind's crazy. Yeah, but still, um, it's nice to kind of disconnect from the cell phones for a couple of days. Yeah, that's the best part. And I know like we've been a little bit on social, but... um, I mean, that's mostly for like our memories because we're looking like right now I have memories on my phone from last year Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy to see. And so, you know, that's our kind of our little scrapbook, if you will. And so, um, but yeah, we like to just shut the phones off and be together and 
That's one of the things want. that you've taught me about social media. Um, we, we all know that social is used to build a brand, to build you know, awareness to whatever you're doing in life, to be able to connect with friends. But for me, it's now become kind of like you said, it's, it's kind of like a little memory book that I can go back and if, if I'm trying to think, even at tax time, I know this sounds silly. <laughs> no, but, I know. <laughs> but like during tax season, it's like, hey, what is this flight connected to? Or what is this, you know, what are what are these items? I literally go into the photo to? album on my phone into the places section. Yep. And I'm like, oh, we did this in, um, you know, San Antonio, Texas. And I go to the San Antonio pictures and I look and I'm like, oh yeah, we were there for these days for this PBR or whatever. And that's Which like- most people just carry a calendar <laughs> and they write all that stuff down. Yeah. But- or use the calendar in their phone. But we when the schedule things. changes, you know, like it, like it often does, not all the time, but it often changes for us. And so you got to be able to adapt and just, it's a good tool. It's, it's a, it's a multifaceted tool that you can go back and utilize for a number of different things. So yeah. anyways, yeah, it's not a social media podcast. We're not we're not trying to promote anything. But if you're not already, you can follow us at Mrs. .megan.west. At M-R-S dot M-E-G-A-N dot W-E-S-T. I'm at Matt L. West. If you have stumbled onto this podcast, I'm sure you already knew both of those and are following our adventures. Um yeah, not many adventures to follow this week. We went to the Dragon's Lair. Such a good, good vibe. Good group of people. Yeah. Um, got to see our guy Alex over there. Um, and, and and that's what I love about like so many people give us flack in our world about working out all the time, posting pictures. We've had this conversation on this podcast before. It's not necessarily about, hey, look at what we're doing. It's more of... Look at what we're doing to realize that you can do the exact same thing. Well, that and like, that's what we do. Like people don't give other people crap for posting group selfies at a bar. That's true. Or group selfies by the pool or group selfies at a football game. So why are we giving each other crap for posting selfies at the gym? That's a really good point. (laughs) Like that's just what, that's what we do. So that, I mean, that's where we take pictures. Because typically the people that criticize, the the people that criticize it and, and don't get this twisted. Like nobody criticizes us, uh, to our face or seriously. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would say seriously. People, give us crap all the time like but it's joking but not in a serious manner yeah some some people will start to push people the wrong way about you know oh another gym selfie yada 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 and 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 it's all fun and games with us i think if it's not then whatever but um well we take it as fun and games because we don't care (laughs) because i don't give a damn (laughs) so okay but the the point being is a lot of times people will criticize you for something that you enjoy doing because they don't enjoy and you almost feel uh, insecure about it until you realize that you know what the rest of the world is out doing the same thing at bars or doing you know right. whatever um <clears throat> live your life that's the advice that i've given to a couple of different people over the last few weeks is, is well and like we talked about earlier um we kind of went down this rabbit hole because for a long time i have held on to the whole idea of before I met Matt, I was a nine to fiver. I worked for um, law enforcement agency. And so I, you know, worked um, this job where was somewhat normal hours and, and that sort of thing with lots of structure and rules and all these things. And when I met Matt and kind of retired from law enforcement and started this crazy life with him, I couldn't accept the fact that what he does for a living is work. <laughs> like I would like I would be like Y'all, this is news to me. <laughs> Breaking news. No, you I'm know. I'm finding what I mean. out my wife doesn't think I work for a living. No, I know you work for no, a living. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just felt like Monday through Friday eight to five, I needed to be busy doing something productive because I felt like that was the only way I felt like the world would view me as successful and trying and working and things like that. And it wasn't until like recently, like a week or so ago that like you and I had this conversation and I kind of came to this realization of that was part of some of the 
I don't know the word issues, I guess I had because I constantly feel like I have to be busy. I constantly feel like even when we're, as soon as we get home, I'm like, I hit the ground running. I, I, I got to get back to this whole thing. And I finally, after a lot of like self awareness, I started to realize that that was the problem. I felt like if I was going to get my nails done at two in the afternoon on a Monday and I posted like a story about it on Instagram, I would you feel, felt I felt bad. Like felt I guilty. felt like, you know, I would constantly get the, oh, must be nice. You mm-hmm. know, must be nice to do that on a Monday when the rest of the world's at work. But what people don't realize is when you're out partying on a Friday or Saturday night, then that's when like... I'm at work. That's right. when you're locked into what what this life is. Right. We don't enjoy weekends like everybody else. Yes, we travel. We're in different cities and everything else. But at the end of the day, this is this is this is our livelihood mm-hmm. that that we're doing. And so it's not like we're out on the weekends, you know, just living it up on vacation every single weekend. And I'm I'm not saying that it's not a fun life. We're extremely blessed to live the life we do. But but our schedule is just different. Our life is different. And well, and it's like, I, I've just been, my eyes have been open to that. This is a like an acceptable, life. like, yeah, this is life for yeah. a lot of people. Like I find myself being super judgy and like, we'll be somewhere like driving on a random Tuesday and there's tons of cars out and about. And I constantly say like to myself, I'm like, why is there so many people out? Why aren't these people at work? You know, what's funny. You, you, you said that, today or yesterday we're looking around the gym and it's 11 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, And the gym was packed. Yeah. And you said with like young people. And I'm like, why aren't these people at work? And I caught myself and I'm like, wait a second. I hate when people do that to me. And I made me, I'm like, okay, I feel bad for doing that. First of all, secondly, now I want to know what all these people do for a living because clearly they're doing something right because they're at a gym on a Tuesday afternoon because they want to be and can be. So like maybe we should change your Instagram handle to Mrs. Judgy McJudgerson. I know it's so bad because I get so like I get hung up on that and I don't, I mean, that's just like a self thing, like a right. whatever, why I care what people would think, but I do to some degree. I'm I'm working through that. I truly the majority am. of society cares about what other people think, whether we want to admit it or not. Right. But I'm like, I've been really trying to kind of work on that whole perception thing. Like I know that we work our butts off, that we are constantly grinding. I know we that. went on a three day vacation <laughs> and to we're celebrate our one year anniversary and we took two days of partially disconnecting and relaxing and just enjoying it. And then on day three, we looked at each other and said, okay, time to get back to the grind and time to keep rolling. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, I mean, the world has evolved and, and you can, you know, work from your phone and you can work from anywhere and do all the things. And, and so I'm, I am working through this, like to kind of get past that, but I still feel that way sometimes. Um, but like we kind of started this podcast talking about social media and you know how people view us and things like that and i wanted to bring that up because that's like something i seriously think about every single day and i oh, i hope i'm not the only one that feels that way but i i want to like remind people that that is like a thing you know just because it looks like you know, we're out. It looks out. like fun and it looks like <laughs> yeah, a vacation. Yeah, it's work. Wait, are you telling me that you should not just judge and believe everything you see on social media? Is that is that what you're telling me? I know, it's crazy. I can't believe that. <laughs> I know. I but, thought everything I saw on Instagram was like the harsh reality and the truth. But like, I see it now like I've really like, like I said, I've been working on this internally and like, Instead of having, you know, the fancy cars and the houses and things like that, I feel like one of our greatest luxuries is we make our own schedule. We do what we want from where we want. Because, yeah, we don't have a big fancy house or a ton of fancy cars or anything like that. I feel like our biggest luxury is the fact that we get to spend literally every day together. Yeah, 100%. But like we make our own schedule. We don't do feel what we like want. you thought that until I just pointed it out. <laughs> of course, I did. 366 days of marriage. 
It's going well. <laughs> it's going great. Uh, I think we figured out the key to marriage, though. What? I think the one key to... Look, if you're out there and you're questioning whether or not that person that you're sitting next to is the one or that person that you're dating is the one, and I feel like this should be the first question if you're swipe... uh, Which way do you swipe if you match with somebody? I have no idea. But if you're on Tinder and you're... Wait, hold on. I know... Let's see. I've seen the quotes. Uh, one of some of our friends met on Tinder and they're getting married and their hashtag is I want to swipe say, right never left <laughs> so I think you swipe right to match. Oh, I like that swipe right never left never left yeah huh okay so so if you if you're matching with somebody shout out Paige that, really, and Jake <laughs> it doesn't matter um whatever if you're currently in a relationship and thinking about you know marriage I feel like the number one thing you should question. Do you live in the same body temperature? <laughs> if we would have thought that, we would have never made if it. If you and ever. I are, are going to get divorced or it becomes an argument, it is going to be over the thermostat. Yeah, but I don't feel like that's a good way to start a relationship because you and I are completely opposite. And look at us. We're just blissful. So far. I mean. <laughs> I know. I said today, I said, this is going to be the divorce. If there's ever a divorce coming, it's because <laughs> it's you be live in a n- disaster of. Okay. But I feel like I would much rather like die of heat than freeze to death. I'm not going to freeze to death when it's 67 I degrees. I <laughs> I am. You're not going to die when it's 75. I might. (laughs) The problem is it's never 75. It's always 79 or 80. Don't lie. (laughs) Came in the room uh, one night. I don't remember where we were at, but you looked at the thermostat and was like, oh my God, it's 80 degrees. Yeah. But I didn't set it on 80 degrees. I don't care. You allowed it to get to 80 degrees while I was gone to meetings. That is BS. But that 80 degrees. That's acceptable. My grandmother lives in that temperature. I know. And it's I hate a- amazing. It. I love it's to go so see bad. Is is that an is that an older person thing that they just live in? I, and I don't. I, I'm being completely serious now. I don't know because I feel like a Maybe lot of times just you cold could, all the time. That's what I'm saying. Have, but like, is it like because as you get something? older, your circulation know. changes? Or? Maybe that's why I'm so cold all the time. I just turned you're old 37. <laughs> Uh, people are not going to believe that. I know, which is you're, lovely. You're closer to four decades of age than you are three decades of age. I know. Someone told me earlier that they thought I was in my 20s. Like, shout out Walmart lotion, face lotion doing its job. Why are you bouncing around this Because I looked like, at the mirror to see if you can see oh, my wrinkles. <laughs> oh, humble. I just had to look at myself in the mirror because I look so young. Happy birthday. <clears throat> Thanks. Happy anniversary. What the hell? <laughs> Thank you. You just kind of rolled your eyes at me. Because I didn't really feel like that was real, genuine. Why? Because I was the one that brought it up. Oh, my gosh. The (laughs) other thing that I think that people should realize towards one of the first couple of dates to see if it's worthy of continuing a relationship is, is can you tolerate the other person's voice in a loud singing manner? Because... (laughs) What? Because when we get in a car, and it's not every time, but you sing we, like we each crazy have a ten- no stop. We each have a tendency to, depending on what song is playing or what mood we're in, to sing very loudly. Don't even act like when Miranda Lambert comes no, on that you don't 100%. sing annoyingly loud. I don't I mean, sing annoying. Okay. <laughs> Rude. Try I living see. life with my ears. No, thank you. No, I'm just kidding. You have a beautiful singing voice. I've said that before. Thanks. I'm serious. <laughs> Y'all, he just stomped his feet like he really wanted me to believe him. I, <laughs> I can't. This episode. Um, you also have a great singing voice. Why are you laughing <laughs> when you say that? Because and why do you keep running away from <laughs> because, the microphone? Because no one wants to hear my cackle. Why are you laughing? What are you la- What's so funny about telling me that I have a good singing voice? <clears throat> Did you know that when it snows, <laughs> stop. My we got this dumb song what? in our head. I don't all know weekend. why. I don't know I've why. Been listen- I have I have seal on repeat in my head, and I hate that. Yeah, song. and he tried to play it earlier. Did you know? Okay, stop. That when stop, it stop, snows, stop, stop. My I apologize. <laughs> 
Hope we don't have to pay for that. I mean, it was yeah. so. Anyways, moving on. Moving on to what? Well, I already talked about my insecurities. Let's hear yours. <laughs> I don't have Let's any hear... insecurities. You don't? No. I uh, I got rid of all of my insecurities on April 19th, 2021, because I married a smoking hot chick from Colorado. Okay, so tell me your favorite thing about marriage so far. Um, What I said a minute ago, real talk is my favorite thing about uh, our marriage is the fact that we get to spend so much time together. Because contrary to popular belief, you can marry somebody and not despise them within the first six months. It's crazy. <laughs> you can still enjoy being around them every single day. Like I went and had some tissue work done and was gone for hour and a half, two hours that we were separated and I hated it didn't like it i don't i i get separation anxiety now i don't know it's weird he does he texts me as soon as i like as soon as we like separate ways he'll be like i miss you i do i, I know i, don't I love like it not being not being around you um do you got any other keys to marriage because people ask us a lot um i mean i pretty much gave you the whole temperature thing and being able to <laughs> Uh, tolerate the other person's loud singing voice. I think one of the things like we're no, <laughs> that we're learning still, and I think we all continue to learn, and I hope that we do because that I, that's important. Um, but we're both very independent people, like on yeah. our own. Yep. And so us coming together and learning how to be dependent on each other in certain ways, but keeping our independence in other ways has been. Maybe when and when not to depend on the other person, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that that's, man, it, <sighs> marriage kind of is uh, work. And I've always said my whole life, like, it's supposed to just come natural and be easy. And it is. Mm-hmm. But you do have to think about it sometimes. Like, okay, is this a time where I'm going to, I need to be dependent on my wife or my husband? Um, and, like, I know people... And because I I've said it before, like because Matt and I lived together before we got married, and I really was just like, Devils. it's just I know it's just a piece of paper. It doesn't change anything. I don't believe that. I don't either. I I've never believed that, and and I'm sorry, but if you think that marriage is just a piece of paper, you're wrong. Yeah, I mean, like you're. It's like a whole. Wrong. I mean, honestly, even like when we lived together and we're dating and engaged it was different than it is now. I mean, we're legit like in Absolutely. it. We're a team. And so even thing- when you piss me off, I have to remember, <laughs> man, now you're married. You have we, to suck we, it up and deal. With- no, I'm just kidding. No, it's true though. It is. Um, <laughs> both, we have, we both. have like a couple sayings that we say to each other when we're like annoyed or arguing or whatever. We say things like, I like you're pissing me off. But I'm going to love you through it. But we like, say that. We say that like, good morning. You're pissing me off. <laughs> like we joke about that. That's like something we say all the time. But truly, like there's times where we really are pissing each other off. But it's like, I, I've i said it a million times on this podcast and all over my social. I, our love language test, I'm a words of affirmation person. And so even when we're fighting mm-hmm. or whatever is going on, Matt knows like even when he's mad at me, all he has to say is like you you're pissing me off, but I'm gonna love you through this, and that's all I need to hear to know that like <laughs> he's not gonna leave me. You know, you have this like irrational like oh my god he's gone. You know, but it's like he's he knows what to say to me, and we're we're learning. I love you. <laughs> we're good, but you're pissing me off. <laughs> he says that often, but but that's the truth. Like yeah. you start with hey, look, I I. Look, I I love you. We got some issues right now. <laughs> like we're gonna figure, but we're, we're gonna, gonna figure, figure it this out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but honestly, knock on wood, like we've been very fortunate, and I think that we built a good foundation before we ever thought about stepping into to marriage. It goes back to what you know. I I think a big fundamental problem with society these days is is divorce is so easy to get to. Um, that you don't spend a lot of time building the relation relationship. Easy for me to say, it's, you don't spend a lot of time building that that relationship and and having a firm foundation. Which uh, people look at us and they're like, "Man, you guys, you know, didn't spend a lot of time together before she moved to Oklahoma, and then before you got engaged." And then, but but 
But like, we, I truly yeah. think there's people that have placed bets on our relationship. That's why we came to Vegas. <laughs> we came to Vegas on our one year anniversary just <laughs> to see the odds They're probably like, faces. I give them a year or I give them five years. And that's fine. Like, whatever. Look, I don't know that I would have bet on you sticking around for a year. <laughs> right. I know how hard I am to deal with. But I mean, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, with our... With our age and like where we were at in life, I would have never done something like this if I didn't believe wholeheartedly that yeah. you were my person that God made me for. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I was fine. I had a job. I had a house. I was good to go. Like I didn't need this. And then there you were. And I was like, okay, this is this is awesome. You know, I had a visit the other day with uh, A2 um, in the boarding group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, randomly started visiting with this guy in line. I, I say A2 because he was behind me. People don't people don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, the guy behind me in line, getting ready to get on the airplane. You we, fly we just, Southwest and you get I, a boarding number. I joke He's with Megan. always A1. I joke with Megan a lot. Uh, yeah. I don't date C group girls. Well, I you married one. <laughs> and now she's B group. So I guess yeah. anyways, um, I was talking to this guy and and randomly struck up a conversation and started about politics and then it just randomly went into relationships. And I and this all is in the span of five minutes while maybe you're waiting. Five minutes waiting and, and I knew the guy's name, I know his occupation, where he lives, like we know each other's life story. I know he's been married for fifteen years. Um but the cool thing about it was he asked what we were doing, and I told him. And uh, he said, man, that's awesome. Congratulations. I said, yeah. He said, is this your first marriage? And I said, yeah, it's my first and only. He goes, I like that. I, you don't hear that very often. And I said, well, you don't see it very often. Um, at least I don't think. And I said, but the good news is I waited till I was closer to 40 to get married. He goes, I waited till after I was 40 to get married. And he said, it was important to me to find the right person and make sure that it was real and it was going to last forever. And I was like, holy crap. But it was cool how we just kind of connected and, mm-hmm. and he had the same philosophy. I'm not telling everybody, wait till you're 40 to get married. But if you're, you know, younger, go through some stuff together. Like have Honestly, some serious, like, hard conversations. I get a lot of DMs from people that I don't know that like constantly. Oh, really? That <laughs> happened to me one time. <laughs> yeah, that turned out. Put a ring on it. Um, that constantly ask like how I found you and like what I did to like kind of prepare myself for such a good relationship. And honestly, like being single and like on your own, it, I feel like is super important just because it shows you you can do it. I can tell you exactly how I prepared for marriage. I... I figured out how to live completely independently on my own yeah. and not worry about anything else. Right. Like, Cause then you're not so like, Oh my God, I have to have someone I yeah. have to like, you feel like I'm good on my own. And so every time someone tells me like, you know, I've been looking for, you know, the man God made for me for three years now, I always tell them just really enjoy your Stop time looking. Yeah. Like just focus on yourself, like do what, cause uh, I mean, it's so important to, yes, pray for your future spouse, but also pray for yourself and how you can be, because you someone out there is praying for you as their future spouse. And so I think it's important to spend a lot of time preparing yourself that way. And I think learning how to do things on your own, it's, live well, on your own, support yourself, um, you know, be alone and love yourself. That's a hard thing for people to accept. So, myself included. Yeah. It's hard to accept being alone. See, until <laughs> until you realize how great it is. Trust me. I mean, don't get like it's Me not, being single is what I call the good old days. Like, I'm kidding. I'm just I kidding. would never pick being alone over being with Matt. But right. I know I'm fine. Right. But like, before before we got married, I was completely oh, content yeah. being alone. Yes. Um, and, and that, that is a hard pill to swallow. And it's, it's kind of a catch 22 because you want to tell people don't get so hyper focused on the future that you forget about the right now, but you also still have to plan for the future, plan for the future for yourself. And when the right person comes along, they will fit into that naturally. Yeah. I think so like, don't waste today focusing on tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Of course it makes sense. 
uh, it's the truth because when when you start to see friends die around you, you start to see family pass away, you start to realize how precious life is and you start to realize how important, not just today, but like this moment is. Yeah. And you you stop wasting time. This is one of the things that like I continue to work on every single day as you look at me and you think that I waste a lot of time uh, on Monday through Friday. And it's okay to say it. I can I see it in your you face. Waste time. Yes, you think I waste a lot of time. And, and, and I don't disagree at all. But I also know that, you know, there, there's ways to be productive. And sometimes I need to waste a little bit of time in order to make my time more valuable when I really dive into something. I'm well, trying to make and, excuses. No, no, right no. Now. But I mean, that kind of goes back to what I talked about earlier. Like, that was my mindset of Monday through Friday, you right. work. Absolutely. And so there were times where, you know, in the afternoon, Matt would, would be like, hey, I got to go pick up cleaning. Like, let's go get our toes get a, done or yeah. whatever. Run to, and I'm like, it's three on a Tuesday. No, like we have to work for a couple more hours before we can go do that. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know why I'm so hung up on that. Like, but, and it's embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing now to even like think about because I truly felt that way until like a week ago. But I and go. I don't even know, like we were, I think we were talking about it. I don't, honestly, I don't know it. I think I was on the treadmill. I don't know. I had a little talk with God and myself and like flipped that whole mindset and it's changed the way I feel and think now. And, but that's like just been recently, like very recently oh, that I know, trust me <laughs> that I've like really thought. And I catch myself, like I said earlier, I catch myself saying things or thinking that way. And then I stop myself and I'm like, no, because everyone is different. Like this is acceptable. And it's you don't fine. have to, you don't have to get into a, a mode of, I do this at this time every day. And like, you know, some people are so structured. You're super structured. Me, I can go get a, a massage at 11 o'clock in the morning and then come back and have several hours of productivity mm -hmm. after the fact, you know, but I, I can get into a place, do those things when the crowd is, is less and then capitalize on the time that I have after the fact. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I'm getting a text message. Okay, important. See, we unplugged for like. <laughs> okay. Hey, we're 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 back to we're back to work. We're back to the grind. It's, <clears throat> it's. Did you want to talk about love languages? Um, we talked about it earlier. Like yeah. Matt and I have like sometimes we have these really uh, meaningless, like dumb conversations about silly things, and then sometimes we get down these rabbit holes of like we have these deep, deep conversations. And by the time we're like done with it, we're like, dang, that should have been a podcast. Yeah. And that's a really good point because you brought up something to me at the pool earlier that I've never really realized. Well, and what started it was him and I, we talk a lot about daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. Like we set, we like to set goals. We like to do things like that. So, you know, since it's our wedding anniversary and we're one year into marriage, I'm like, let's talk about. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want you to answer right now, but like, let's start thinking about some marriage goals. Like, what do you want? What are some goals for like, you know, us together, us separate our marriage, like that sort of thing. And we started talking and I said, I felt like one of mine would be to revisit our love languages because I feel like they can and probably change over time. Which is interesting to me because I thought that like once you you had a love language, that's what it was for the rest of your life. But I also think that it maybe if you if you go back and reevaluate those things, even if you go back and reevaluate your relationship and look at things and, and go back to conversations you've had about this is what I need out of this relationship, if for no other reason than the accountability of remembering oh okay this is megan's love language i need to focus more on doing this instead of taking her a sonic drink <laughs> y'all i that, brought it that up was, this is yeah. what happened because my when when matt and i took the love language test and we did that whole thing it was right when we started dating, I think like, I no, don't, I don't know. Was, I think I, when I moved engaged yeah. or almost engaged, but my primary love language we did a, we was did a podcast about it. Didn't we? Yeah. yeah. My primary love language was acts of sir or no, sorry. Of <laughs> see, yeah, um, see? were words of affirmation. Yeah. I need to be told 
good job, we're okay, I love you, all those things. I need to hear that stuff. Matt is a acts of service. That's his primary love language. He wants me to do things for him. He wants me to scratch his back or um, I don't know what else, do his laundry, I, I don't know. Cook. Cook, yeah, like do things like that. That's one of my favorite things. People cannot believe they're like, man, you got her trained. No, she <laughs> willingly, out of the kindness of her heart, like I get home from the office and you... I think you enjoy cooking. Yeah. And and I just, I love that. Like, it, it feels like home. It, yeah. So anyway. Matt likes it when I do things for him like that. And so we started talking about that. And I said, I don't know if my love language has changed or I just am making excuses for you because I know your love language and he kind of looked at me weird. I said, because you, I always know when you're trying to be sweet or whatever, you bring me a Sonic drink. And like when I said that, his like eyes, like you could tell he was mind blown. And he was like, oh my God, that's my love language. That's not your love language. So all this time I've been doing these things for you because I like it. That's not what you want. And, but I was like, well, A, I do like sonic drinks <laughs> right i do like it when you do cute things for me but that i like that's great but i need you to still give me the words of affirmation and he was literally mind blown like he sat there for a minute just and i could see it in his eyes he was thinking of all the times he did all of these things for me thinking he was really killing it in the whole husband department and then realized yeah that's, that's I'm, <laughs> I'm expressing my love language onto her yeah so now I'm going to save myself a lot of time and a lot of money. And instead of going to Sonic and getting her a drink, I'm just going to go home and tell her how pretty she is. No, um, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> when, when that comes out, you say, you look really pretty today. In other words of affirmation, <laughs> like you say that and immediately. Like legit. That, I, that, this is, I'm using air quotes. I will say air quote, you look really pretty today. In other words of affirmation. End quote. End quote. And I immediately, I'm like, okay, that's not sincere. And that's not, that doesn't qualify as a love language. Well, holy crap. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's so like, ridiculous. No. So then. You're pissing me off. Yeah. So then to get him back, I just pat him on the back and say, and other acts of service. <laughs> so we get even. But that was part of like one of our goals for I don't want to say this year, but right now yeah. is to reevaluate our love language, really look inside myself and see a, what mine is and how I can best serve Matt and his. We're not relationship counselors. We're no. not specialists. We're obviously not professionals. We've been at this for a year now, but I feel like one of the things that we have been successful in is continuing to try to grow our relationship, continuing to try to figure out life together. Um, it's a process. It's not going to just like, happen overnight and everything's perfect if you just assume that it's going to be perfect we try to have those conversations before things happen we try to continually try to make each other better to motivate each other and to try to make our relationship better i've i've said this to me it's it's a fundamental pa uh part of success is continuing to try to get better well, if you want a successful relationship continue to try to make it better yeah it's like, simple i mean every time i meet a couple or someone that had a successful marriage, I always ask them, do you have any secrets? Tips, yeah. Do you have any tips? Do you have, you know, because I want to know what people did to make it to 60 years. Like yeah. that's amazing to me. When I see a, a couple that's been married for 50 years and they're still holding hands and still like all googly eyed over each other. It's like, what, what did you do? Yeah. What did you what do? Did you, it's no different than seeing somebody living in a million dollar, you know, a multi-million dollar mansion and, you know, being super successful financially and going, okay, what's your secret? Yeah. We should be doing that with, with everything, yeah. including and I, relationships. I, I ask every chance I get, and the majority of the time, the people will constantly say, um, like the couples will say that they never gave up, they never quit trying, they never quit learning, they never quit dating. Um, you know, the grass is green where you water it. And so if you want this to survive and grow, you have to take care of it and maintain it. And so every day I, in my prayers, you know, my main job in life is 
to be the best I can be to God and Matt. And I strive for that every single day. And there's, I mean, I fail, but I feel like. (laughs) Don't expect me to respond to that part. Uh -uh. I know I I do, but we all do. We keep trying. Yep. And and, and you understand and you appreciate the fact that, yeah, I'm going to fail and I'm going to bounce back. It's no different than business. Right. And there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks, couple of months about career paths and opportunities or, you know, doors slammed. Like there's a lot to talk about. It's been it's been a while since we've done a podcast and there's been a lot going on. Um, we've both had little spells where we got sick um, and, you know, didn't feel up to doing a whole lot of extra stuff, i.e. doing podcasts and things like that. Um Thankfully, we've both come out of the the other side of of all of that. Um, nothing bad, just allergies and sinuses and like yeah. the normal run of the mill uh, March, Life. April, Oklahoma weather. Mm-hmm. Um, the travel, the time zones, all that stuff. Um, it's kind of gotten to both of us a little bit, and, and it's funny because the other day, this is where I really got to where I was. I was missing you, so I went from. I have no idea. <laughs> Some some city, and I don't now. I don't even remember the order. The whole Everett, Tacoma, Nashville. Uh, it went Everett, Tacoma, home, home, Nashville. Because I okay. met you in. Yeah. So so I fly to Washington. I fly to Seattle a couple of days, and I go to Everett, Washington. I'm there for a couple of days, do that one event. You fly in a couple of days later. We hang out in Seattle, Tacoma. We fly home together. I'm home for. 12 hours, maybe. no, yeah, maybe 12 hours, jump on a plane to Nashville, Cooper Davis and I fly to Nashville, get delayed, get into Nashville late, we're in Nashville less than 20 hours, uh, fly from Nashville straight back home, go to the PBR in Tulsa, correct? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I had a window in there on one of the mornings of the Tulsa event where a good buddy of ours that works out there in our gym looked at me and he said, man, you look tired. And I started to spiral into this whole bitch fest about how exhausted I was. And yeah, I'm beat down. And, and I looked at him and as I'm saying, yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm physically, emotionally, mentally just beat down, exhausted. And I just started smiling and I said, but isn't that a blessing? Like, isn't you've worked really hard to be this busy? <laughs> it's it's crazy. And my mindset switched just like that in mid-sentence. And yeah, we've all look, I know a lot of you that are listening to this are tired. You're you're exhausted and you feel like, man, I just need a break. But I also know that the majority of you five years ago were praying to be as busy as you are right now. Yeah. The things that you're stressed about or that are making you so tired are things A, you've prayed for or that someone else is praying for. My buddy Nick Gibson posted this a while back and I think he posted it again the other day and he said, uh, how was it? He said five years ago you wished you could be in the position you're in right now or something yeah. to that effect. But yeah. it, it's it's so, so true. Uh, it's easy to forget, you know, like with us, we, it is hard. Me especially. Yeah. Me especially. Like, it, like, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm I, the one that has a difficult time with remembering that 10 years ago, I was, I was, Let's take it back even further than that. In in the mid two thousand, when I started, I picked up a microphone for the very first time at a junior bull riding in two thousand three. I did like three junior bull ridings. I did my first rodeo in two thousand four. I did my first PBR in two thousand seven. I did my first finals in two thousand ten. Even in two thousand and ten, twelve years ago, I was praying that I would be on the road every weekend. I was praying that I could be consistently on this tour and this job that I have now. And there's days where I go, holy hell, what was I thinking? Yeah, and and it's also like, it's easy to get caught up in the whole, oh my gosh, like you don't know how hard it is to you know, be on six planes in one day and be in five states and be all over the country and no sleep and being away from home. And like, 
I mean, we can go on and on, but it's all about perspective. There's Mm -hmm. people that are praying for this. There's people that wish for this. This is, and this is, you know, I remind myself and Matt all this all the time that we are literally living the majority of the world's dreams because we live on our own schedule. We travel all over the, the work we do is entertainment. It's fun it's we get to be I'd around. I'd like to say it's not backbreaking, but uh, <laughs> hey, broken. Back. We get around. We get to be around a lot of the Amazing world's people. great people that will live in history. And I don't want to say we take it for granted, but we do sometimes. Yeah, and I there's do. times where we have to reality check ourselves because it could be a lot worse. My point is, is <clears throat> we've kind of. I, I have kind of wanted to take this podcast a little different direction and and you guys know for over 100 episodes I've really just wanted to tell the stories of people that I was a fan of and now I want to make sure that we continue to educate you about those people but I want to uh I want to motivate people to get up and try to be the best they possibly can every single day whether it's in a relationship it's business it's physically uh it's emotionally whatever it is I want to motivate people to be better every day and I want to inspire uh, like I want to take the stories of the people that we're around and maybe inspire somebody that thinks they can't be a world champion bull rider or thinks that they can't fight in the UFC or be a country music superstar I want to to utilize some of the people that's been you know, brought into our lives to inspire other people to chase those dreams, to go after those things that they dreamed, you know, might never happen. Or, you know, if you're somewhere right now that you dreamed about five years ago, or if you're dreaming about being somewhere five years from now, focus on where you're at right now and and realize which direction you're going and be thankful for the moment that you're in. And just take take steps every day to build that. And look, know. I got exactly where I wanted to be, and I thought this was the pinnacle. My goal—I've said this a million times—my goal was to do one of the major league PBR events. At the time, they were the Built Four Tough Series. Now they're the Unleash the Beast. I wanted to do one of these events. Then my goal changed to—I wanted to do the PBR Finals. This will be my thirteenth, I think. PBR finals that I'll be involved in goals change when you start to look at things which they should you should constantly try to evolve no matter what you're doing Um, I've got some new goals I've got some different things in mind and we may or may not be talking about that in the next few weeks I don't know because I don't know if they're going to happen I'm going to take the steps towards making them happen but if they don't that's okay yeah wasn't meant to be um Good news is God's put us in a life where that's acceptable. But we're going to continue to try to get better. What else you got? Happy Happy anniversary. I was just going to say that. Uh, Happy anniversary. We made it. We made it a year. A lot longer than a lot of these sons of bitches thought we would. Let's be honest. (laughs) A lot of you bastards thought no way is she going to stay married to him for a year. We're at 366 days. Woo! That's crazy. It's crazy because I still get memories on my social, back to that, that literally like three years ago, we were meeting for the first time ever. Three years ago. Three years ago. That's crazy. Four years ago, I didn't even know this guy. I didn't even know anything about it. I was a cop living my life. And then four years later, whole new, I mean, that's how fast I know to some people, four years is a long time. Some people is like, wow, that's fast. Chronologically. It's fast as heck, but like it can change that quick. April 19th, 2019. We went on our first date. Mm -hmm. April 19th, 2020. We were stuck in our home. You'd moved to Oklahoma Mm -hmm. during COVID. Mm -hmm. April 19th, 2021. We got married. Mm-hmm. April 19th, 2022. We're in Vegas, baby. Vegas, celebrating our one-year anniversary. It's crazy. It is insane. But I'm so thankful. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being my guest on the podcast. <laughs> this will be the last no, one. Very, 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 very thankful for you. Don't cry. Don't tell me what to do, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, we'll wrap it up here. Any, anything else before we go? No. Gonna just 
uh, hit the stop button and enjoy this room that you can see. We have the entire end of a floor. I know it's a little crazy. It's uh, uh, it's beautiful. amazing. Yeah, you can see the front, the back, and the side we of can the see casino. They strip from here. Yeah, you can see the mountains on either side. You can see the Las Vegas Strip from our our uh, hotel room. It's a uh, very blessed. It's a blessing. So again, a big shout out to Mr. Grownie and you, everybody at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. If you're headed to Vegas and you want to get away, I'm telling you. This is an incredible place to do so. Um, yeah. If you need a little vacation, and you, do, you you can come to Vegas and not do the quote-unquote Vegas thing and enjoy the The only time relaxation. we went to the Strip was for dinner last night. Or you can come out and you can party your ass yeah, off. Whatever you want to do. Like, it, it, it's great for whatever you want to do. Um, I'd encourage you, do whatever you want to do in life. That's that's You only get one life, live it. My rule of thumb from now on, and I wish I really would have focused on this when I was about 18 years old, just said, <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I want I to. I think you did fine. Um, I think we did okay. I uh, hope you guys are doing good. Hope everybody's healthy. Hope everybody's happy. They're going to let us back on planes without masks. Oh, I cannot don't wait. Don't get me started because I yeah. don't think that's a thing we should be super happy about, but not for the reason you think. Anyways. I think that I think that being super excited that we get a freedom back... You want to shut it off now. It's fine. We appreciate you. I just think that, I mean. Thank you guys so much. We should be free. We're going to go enjoy our. We're going to go to the pool. Okay. You want to go to the pool? (laughs) Uh, Guys, uh, again, if you're not already, give Megan a follow at mrs.megan.west. Why are you yawning? Am I boring? Am I boring you? I'm at Matt L. West. I've worked really hard today. Make sure you, you, if you're. If you're a female and listen to this podcast and uh, you really want to look good, I would suggest my favorite online boutique. Which, what, what is it? Where you can find it on all forms of social media. At Shop Phil Rich, S-H-O-P-F-I-L-L-R-I-C-H. And if you are a dude or a lady, whatever, and you want to look good at the gym, well, this really won't help you, but... I'd encourage you to go buy our merchandise at the gym at that West Fit. Okay. Um, if not, give them a follow at the gym. What else? Anything else before we wrap it up? Um Thanks thank for you listening. guys. Appreciate it. Sorry it's been so long since we had a podcast. I promise we're gonna do better. I know I've said that before, but I mean it this time. I'm gonna hold them accountable. Okay, there we go. Uh, a little accountability. Don't forget every day is an opportunity to get better. Hope you guys are getting better every day. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast. Make sure you give it a rating. Make sure you give it a review and all the good things. We'll see you next time. Bye.